this is Nonprofiting. My name is Brooke Hawkins, the Communication Program Manager at Serb Denton and the host of this podcast. Today is the second segment about homelessness. If you haven't listened to the first episode, check that one out first, then head on back over to this one. We're going to talk to Leslie Weisenbaker and Michael Pertle today about what is already being done for homelessness in Denton and what we as the Denton community can do to help alleviate this problem. I literally could not do our job without the agencies that are in Dayton County. This is Leslie Weisenbaker, the Program Director of Solutions of North Texas. My name is Leslie Weisenbaker and um, I am the Program Director of Solutions of North Texas. Um, we're a substance abuse facility. We've been here since 2006 and I am the current chair of the Denton County Homeless Coalition. What are maybe some of the misconceptions that exist about people who are homeless that you've kind of found out through being involved in the Homeless Coalition? Um, and, you know, most homeless people come from middle to high income families. Uh, it's not this, obviously they're in poverty at their homelessness, but it doesn't begin that way. There's all kinds of factors that create homelessness, and I think that because of the shape that a homeless person gets in during their homelessness uh, prevents other people from seeing that they're just people just like them and that anyone can have an episode of homelessness. I, I, you know, we, all socioeconomic, all backgrounds can be homeless. I've been homeless. Um, most of the people that I work with have been homeless at some point. Um, so I think that What's happening now as a result of what the Homeless Coalition is doing and some of the initiatives in the city is that people are really changing their perspective about what homelessness actually looks like. I mean, there's lots of children in the school system here that are doubling up on couches because their parents don't have a place to live. So those children are homeless. But if you look at them, you don't see homelessness. You just see a child. And, and that is the goal, is for them to stop looking through this tinted window at homelessness and really look at the person that's standing there in their situation because they're all different. So is there anything specific that the Homeless Coalition is working on right now? That, um, any initiatives that you are hoping to start soon? Yes, um, we've got several things that we're doing. We are now part of the Texas Balance of State, which is Texas Homeless Network. Um, so basically that means that Denton County and other counties are all in this big pool. And that's because the pool is bigger now, we get more funding through HUD. So obviously keeping the money flowing from HUD, making sure those grant applications look good, making sure that the data they need, like the point-in-time count that we do every year, is done, and that data is given to them in a timely manner. All of that is uh, part of the what the Denton County Homeless Coalition is required to do. Um, we also want to really make our coordinated entry strong, um, and we are really focused on that right now. Coordinated entry, having that front door for a homeless person, no matter what their situation, to be able to go to that front door and say, I need help, and then getting that intake done and getting assessed and to the other agencies. Data is a big, always a big challenge, so it's always something we're working on. Like, 
We recently had uh, University of North Texas Dr. Drake's class did um, a analyzation of all the nonprofits in town from their perspective based on what they could find on our websites. They came up with our map on how we're actually providing services. And that is really interesting because that is an outside perspective. And quite honestly, the results were, were very surprising. Like, they got the impression with us that we provide meals, okay? Because of how our website was worded, it gave them that impression. So it gives us, we want to always be improving and getting better. Um, we've got uh, Bridging the Gap, which is something that uh, was actually started uh, with uh, Brenda over at Salvation Army. She was really passionate about getting the church people involved with the agencies because churches have benevolence funds and they give money out to different people in need. They probably don't know what's happening over here at an agency. They could be duplicating efforts. So. Um, this is just a way to really start that conversation and let the church people know, wow, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of people like, what is the gap? Maybe we can fill the gap instead of duplicating the service somebody else is already doing. How can the Denton community better serve the homeless population in Denton? Yeah. Um, I think uh, the, the, this seems simplistic. Um, but I think just loving our neighbors. This is Michael Pertle, the director of Vision Ministries. We talked to him on the first segment about homelessness in Denton. Um, get to know our homeless neighbors. Uh, if you see needs, you know, like I said, meet them personally. Uh, don't just give money because there's no relationship in that. Um, there's no relationship building that's going on. And, and like I said, the, the solution, I think, to, to homelessness is wrapped up in, in, um, in a relationship. Just like with Henry, it takes time to get to know him, and and, and the issues aren't going to just be solved by, uh, you know, a five dollar bill. That doesn't solve homelessness, um, no matter what someone says. Uh, for you know, for us at Vision, we we have a food and clothing pantry. We recognize that a sack of groceries or a pair of jeans does not solve homelessness, but what that is for us is it's an opportunity for us to build a relationship with that person, and so. Um, you know, a lot of folks uh, uh, that we work with just don't have positive relationships. They have very toxic relationships. And so uh, building up positive, good, uh, healthy relationships is important. And so we can do that by extending a hand, reaching out, loving our neighbors. And we don't have to give them money, um, but just being a hand. Um, if you're an employer, uh, you know, taking a chance, and I know that's asking a lot for your livelihood, but taking a chance and, and hiring someone that needs a job uh, is a step um, that I think that we can do. Uh, and so the big thing for us is just build relationships to get to know them, but um, the overriding kind of the number one rule, I think, in working with, with folks, whether it's in poverty or, or homelessness, is to never do for someone what they can do for themselves. And uh, that is just a judgment call a lot of the times it takes um it takes it changes and you know for me personally it probably depends on my mood that morning you know if if what that looks like um, so uh, there's no right or wrong answer necessarily but um, i think what we can do as a community is just to is to get to know our homeless neighbors and uh, once we get to know them we get to know the issues 
it's not simply because they're lazy. It's not simply because you know they've all made bad decisions. Sure, some of that is true, but it's not. It's a it's a generalization that I think is unfair to a lot of our homeless folks. That's awesome advice. Yeah. Um, okay, is there anything else that you want to add that we maybe didn't discuss that maybe would be important to know? And uh, I don't know how relevant it is, but I think this is important for, for us at Vision and, and anybody, I think, working with um, with folks that are just what we would consider broken. And uh, I realize you can't see my air quotes on that, but uh, I, I think that that's something important to remember is that we're working with broken people. Um, uh, is And when we're working with broken people, it's important for us to remember that we're broken too. Um, none of us has it all together. Uh, we all have our issues. We all have our, our problems. It just looks a lot different for me and for you than it does for the guy on the streets. Um, we've all got our issues. And I think oftentimes we can look at, look at our homeless neighbors um, and we're like the, the Pharisees in the Bible that look, like, that look at the sinners and say, thank God I'm not like them. Um, well, at the end of the day, we're broken people and, and some of us are just a little bit better at hiding it than others. Uh, and I think that's you know one of the main differences between uh, our homeless community versus you know versus me is I can just hide it a little bit better, um, whether it's because of resources or whatnot. But at the end of the day, we're we're a bunch of broken people. So, and I think that's important to remember because that gets us off our high horse. That um, looks at the homeless guy and says, "Well, if he would just get a job, or if he weren't so lazy, or if he weren't doing this." you know, it, it puts us on a, on a level playing field at that point. We also asked Leslie the same question. We're going to leave you with her final words, and we hope you've left more informed about what you can do to help. If you're passionate about homelessness, you need to be involved. Um, what I love about what we're doing is if you come and you sit at a meeting and maybe you're frustrated by the homeless problem, by the time you leave, you're going to know what everybody's doing. If you have ideas, we're going to listen. We want to hear your ideas. We want out-of-the-box thinking because, I mean, it's, it's going to take that. It's going to take it from all sides in order to solve the problem. So just get involved.